Hello, I am Hade Kole Joshua Halambionu, and I'm very, very happy to be talking to you today. This um, teaching is for the members of the School of Prosperity and Influence, and it serves as the first module in the one month compulsory membership training for all members and intended members. I want to thank you for staying true to this ministry. I want to thank you for your commitment. I want to thank you for your service. I want to thank you for your love towards God and what he's doing through us, even here. But um, it is important that we understand that uh, if we do not understand how, what is expected from a ministry, or say, if you don't understand what is expected from a company, um, we might, in a way, think that activity is equal to the result. In fact, we might get into the area of activities, and if care is not taken, we might begin to look at activities as results. That is, if we don't understand what they company or ministry is about. So as is of no exception, this is the school of prosperity and influence. And um, the first model is about understanding SPI, understanding SPI. So in this audio, I'll be talking about about four things. The first one, what we're sent to do. The second one, our vision. The third one, our mission. Part one, our target. And the fifth one I'll be talking about is what growth means for us. Then the sixth part that completes this module is going to be a word document, what we believe. There are about 24 itemized things that we believe according to the word of God that, um, that serves as the basis of the things we believe god upon all right so let's start from understanding spi like i said earlier the name school of prosperity and influence um i didn't come up with the name it was the name that was if i i didn't come up with the school the first thing about the school was the name the name was revealed to me by the holy spirit Sometimes in January 2021, January 2022, rather, January 2022, the Holy Spirit um, revealed the name School of Prosperity and uh, Influence to me. And I, while I was still wondering, it didn't actually say School of Prosperity and Influence at first, it just said SPI. So while I was still wondering what SPI meant, and I asked, it told me the School of Prosperity and influence. So ever since then, every step we have taken from then up till now has been by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So far, I mean, so far, and we're grateful to God to our, for how fire has brought us over the last one year plus. Now moving forward, what we are sent to do as every ministry 
Let me put it, let me start from here. Every ministry has a specific assignment for that ministry to do. It is important that we understand this. And I think this is why many do not understand the need for many such ministries on the world. Now, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Many people are of the opinion that why do we need so many churches if we have all been given the same message? Why do we need so many pastors if it is the same Christ that they have come to preach? Why do we need you know, so many ministries if it is the same God that is teaching them, I mean, that has sent them? And, um, you know, and it's a very valid question that begs answering. And, and the truth is this. The truth is that, take for example, okay, let, let's take for, for a practical example. Let's imagine that you want to build a house. You want to build a house. Now, are you going to use, if you're going to build a house, you're going to need bricklayers. You're going to need, um, you know, manual laborers. You are going to need painters. You are going to need, uh, you know, carpenters. And many of sorts of people that are in the construction area. Now, you are not going to say because I just want to build a house, because I just want to build a house, and get manual laborers to do all of the work. Is it possible? Of course not. You would want to get experts on each part of the house to come and do their job in building the house. Now, the Bible calls the church, that is the body of Christ, it calls it God's husbandry, and it calls it God's building. So the same way we are God's building, and God is building us. And as a master builder, he knows that he cannot send the same set of people. I mean, he cannot send carpenters to come and do the job of bricklayers. He knows that he cannot send masons to come and do the job of painters. So he gives to every man according as his predetermined you know, specialty. And this is the interesting part. So it is God that gives the man the message and says, go ahead and teach. It is important that we understand this. So I repeat, every ministry, every ministry has a specific assignment and specific flag-bearing message that they have. Now, when I say flag-bearing message, I mean a specific part of the gospel that has been laid into their hands to continually show unto people. A specific part. So for some ministries, it could be faith. For some ministries, it could be healing. For some ministries, it could be new creation. For some ministries, it could be, you know, 
manifestations of the spirit are we together now so it, 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 it differs there are many subjects in the scriptures there are many things that pertains to our life now that not a single person can teach not even the best teacher so we must understand these things now if every ministry has an assignment it then means that every partaker of that ministry okay was sent there by god to partake in that assignment so it is not a coincidence that you find yourself in your local church now i used to think going to church was just the reason of being i mean being born in church and all that because i was born in a church i was practically raised in a church practically raised in a church i mean practically now when i got to church so when i left that church to go to school i felt choosing the church is about choosing church so i went to caxa csc student association campus fellowship when i was in school i had a school model then in my hundred level uh, let me bore you a bit just two minutes so i had a school model and so she said i'm going to take you to two churches one of them is caxa and the other is Kakyov, and both of them are CAC. Interesting. Now, she said, you are going to have to choose between one of these two. Listen to this. We are not involving the Holy Spirit in choosing the, school, in choosing the church. She just said, you are going to have to be the one to choose the church between any of these two, the ones you like. So when we got to Kaksa, I love the horror. I love the, you know, the togetherness. I saw in these people. There was a way they worship God. It was different from the CAC that I used to know in Ibado. And so because of that, I decided to join Kaksa. But I didn't know that joining a church means joining the assignment. I, I'm saying this so that you can make amends even in your local church. Joining a congregation means that you are joining the assignment so after my school after my years on campus i left the church i couldn't fellowship with them so i was out of church for about two years or thereabout and so one day i decided to go in search of a church so as i was going about i was going up and down i saw one particular church and i said oh this church i will come next week sunday to attend this church and the following Sunday, I went to attend the church. And after the ministration, I knew in my heart that this is the church for me. Today, I am a pastor in that church. I'm saying this so that you can understand that you have not been called, as a, especially as a believer, you have been called to come and partake in the assignment of that church. So you have a primary responsibility in every ministry you are connected with. I am, I've been honest with you, I am teaching you the basics of growth as a believer. 
So there are people, be, let me respond. There are people that will go from church to church. There are people that will go from church to church. Okay. You know, just bumping off churches. They, they, they come to this church and the pastor does not speak English. They go to the next church. Oh, that one speaks too fine English. They go to the next church. Oh, they like money too much. They go to the next church. Oh, they pray too much. They go to the next church. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't dance enough. They go to the next church. Oh, their choir doesn't seem good enough. You see, you have not found your church. Please note, church is not about the building. It is not about... I must... I mean, teach a secret. It is not about the building. It is not about the... Uh, you know, the glamour. It is not even about the instrument in there. It is not about the size of the church, but about the assignment of the church. And there are many people today that are fellowshipping in the wrong church. I'm being honest with you. Fellowshipping in the wrong church. Why is it wrong? It's not like the church is wrong itself. It is the church is wrong for them because there is no alignment of purpose between the person that the church is attending. The assignment of the church does not relate at all. The assignment of the person of the individual lies in another church entirely. But is here stuck in that church? Probably because that's why the choir sings well. Let's have spiritual sense. I am dwelling on this so that we can understand how these things work. So there is an, understand this, the way there is an assignment for you as an individual in Christ is the way there is an assignment for the body of Christ. And so the, always the best thing that amplifies the growth of believers is that believers that have, this, that have the assignment connected to the assignment of the ministry. Fellowship, all of them, fellowship in that ministry. What you will see is a, is a growing church. Then it will indeed not be by power, it will not indeed be by mind, but by the Spirit of the Lord. What you will see is, you, I, I'll be honest with you, when you ask people that are, that are so lucky to have such a gathering, they will tell you we are not doing anything, we just believe God. <laughs> we just believe God means we allow God to send the people that will come here to us by itself. That does not mean we don't do evangelism. So, also, the School of Prosperity and Influence, we are sent to do something. We are sent to do something. And what we are sent to do, praise God, is to introduce the gospel. I want to get it now. Is to introduce the gospel of life and prosperity to men. That's our assignment. You have been sent to introduce the gospel of life and prosperity to men. And when I say introduce now, I mean introduce in every way necessary. Introduce by preaching, introduce by empowerment, 
introduced by giving, introduced by living. I was going now. So it forms the basis of the things we do here. We don't condemn. We don't condemn. We don't judge. We don't preach the gospel of hate. I mean, we don't preach the gospel of fear. We don't preach anything that empowers fear. That's not what we are sent to do. We don't preach hell. We don't preach the power of condemnation. We don't preach the power of sin. That's not our message. Our simple, that's what we're sent to do. We are sent to introduce the gospel of life and prosperity. And that is why the name of the ministry is the School of Prosperity and Influence. We're going to understand this better as we continue, as we start talking about our vision. So that's what we're sent to do. So every member of our ministry, every member of our ministry must understand that if you're going to be a partaker of this ministry, it means that you have confirmed that God, okay, wants you to join along with the assignment of introducing life and prosperity to others. Now, you can't introduce to others what you don't have. So, so it means that life and prosperity must first manifest in you. And that is why we pay a lot of attention. And that's why we're doing, we're paying a lot of attention to the building up of ourselves. Now, that's what we're sent to To our vision. Our vision. John chapter 10 and verse 10. The Lord Jesus said, and this is also the scripture that backs up what we're sent to do. All right? Our vision statement is just carved out of what we're sent to do. Our vision statement is just carved out of what we're sent to do. Now, John chapter 10 and verse 10. Lord Jesus speaking here. He said, The thief cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief, he comes to steal. He comes to kill. He comes to destroy. But he said, I have come that the reason I came is to have life and that you may have it abundantly. I'm coming. John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, when you compare these two scriptures, you will see that both of them were declaring the mission statement of the Lord Jesus. And neither of them was emphasizing on sin. 
I, I like to say this just briefly, that the emphasis we have laid on sin is unnecessary. I'm being honest with you. The emphasis that we have laid on sin as believers is totally unnecessary. And it is because we are approaching holiness from the standpoint of our own righteousness. Two mission statements. God loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. And his begotten son didn't come so that I can take away sin. He came so that you may have eternal life. So the sin, praise God, the sin was not really the problem. The problem was death in men. If it was just about the sin, then God could have extended the covenant that he had with Abraham to the rest of the world. And we'll continue in offering sacrifices yearly to cover sin. But we see that even that didn't work out well for Israel because the death in them came speaking. So, the mission of the Lord Jesus was to introduce life to men. That see, there is something Adam lost in that garden. It is called the life of God. I have come so that you may have it. Now, I have also come so that when you have this life, you can multiply this life. It is the ability to multiply this life, okay, that we call that we also call the ability to multiply grace. In fact, praise God, this life is the carrier of grace. The life of God is the carrier of grace. And it was Jesus that introduced us to us. In fact, John chapter 1, I think from verse um, 12 to 16, said Jesus came down from heaven and he says, he's full of grace and truth. And the world became flesh and it dwelt amongst us as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. So let's understand this. So our vision now, based on the mission of the Lord Jesus, which is to introduce life and abundance to men, our vision is to become the center of prosperity. Our vision is to become the center of prosperity. That when you think about prosperity in the world, you, the first thing that comes to your mind is the school of prosperity and influence. We're not, this is not a ministry Mark my words and you can write down to this day. This is not a ministry for Africa or just for a corner of the world. This is the center of prosperity. And our vision is to come to that 
uh, to become that center because we know who we have to become by the grace of God. Now, our vision, as I was saying earlier, is to become the center of prosperity, raising believers who will manifest as life and light to the world indeed. Raising believers who will manifest as life and light to the world indeed. Not just in talking, indeed. So we manifest as life and light. Uh, this is our vision, that we want to raise believers that will go forth manifesting as life and light, not just in mouth, but in actions, in manifestations, in signs, in wonders. That's our vision. It's very clear. That's our vision. And our mission is to constantly follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit in all of our teachings and all our affairs. So currently, we subject ourselves to the direction of the Holy Spirit in our teachings, in our affairs, in the things that we do. We allow the Holy Spirit to send the people that we need that is that are going to join us to us we do not try to use the wisdom of the world to try to run this our total i want to also say this i want us to understand this that our total reliance is on the holy spirit our total reliance we submit to the will of god for our lives now, what's our target, as we have said? That our target is the world. When I say the world now, there are two main people in the world. Believers and unbelievers. Believers and unbelievers. Now, our first target are unbelievers. Our first target are unbelievers. So we reach out first and foremost to unbelievers to show them the light and the life. And then we reach out to believers to show them how to manifest the life and the light. That is the order of our target. So as a member of SPI, let me say this, everywhere you go, you are a terror to the kingdom of darkness. I'm saying this so that it sticks in your head. Everywhere you go, you are a terror to the kingdom of darkness. That when you enter a community, it, it, it may not look like much is happening, but you know that you have terrorized this place. You just know that this place, I have dealt with them. You are a terror to darkness. Everywhere. 
anywhere. Now, finally, in this audio, what does growth mean for us? What does growth mean for us? For us, growth is not just about the number of people in this ministry. No. While the numbers are very important, but they are not the metric for our growth. The real metric for our growth is the amount of lives that we have been able to touch. So while we, praise God now, so while as individuals we may not be able to bring everybody we touch to be a partaker of the ministry, yes, we may not be able to do that. But if every member of this ministry, even if we are just 10, can go out there touching lives every day, we are growing. So what growth really means for us is in results. When I say result now, results in the transformation of the lives of people we reach out to. Results in the manifestation as life and light of our members. That's what growth means for us. Because we know that as we continue to manifest as light and life, it is only a matter of time before people come seeking our light. It is only a matter of time. And it won't take that long. So yes, by all means, from a leadership standpoint, we are concerned about the numbers, sincerely. But at the same time, we know that's not where our growth is. Our growth is in the number of lives being touched on a daily basis. So as a partaker of SPI, as a member of this ministry, your first emphasis must be on the, the lives that you are going to touch. Your first emphasis is on the lives that you are going to touch. That's the first emphasis. So that's where we're going to be stopping on the audio part of this module. The last part, which is what we believe is going to be made available in the Word document. Please take your time to listen to this audio, if it's all possible, over again, twice, if possible. And then study, take your time to look at the itemized beliefs that we have written down. These are important to every, for everyone in this ministry to understand and operate. Very important. All right. Thank you very much again for uh, your interest in the SPI membership. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day.